I'm Don Jones with the City of Stillwater. Thanks for tuning in to our podcast. Today's subject, all things utility services. Today, joining Deputy City Manager Melissa Reams, who is also my co-host for our podcast, is Dana Maddox, Director of Utility and Billing Services, and of course, our producer, Michelle Charles. Welcome, everyone. Good afternoon. Hello, Thank hello. You. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about, first of all, utility services. When we say utility services, what does that encompass? So the city provides electric, water, sewer, wastewater, street sweeping, and drainage. That's a lot. That's it, a lot of services. It is a lot. And there, um, one of the things I think that we also have on our bill is you can elect or not elect to pay for ambulance service too, can't they, Dana? Yes. Yeah. Wow, mm-hmm. I did not realize that. Mm-hmm. It's it's pretty inexpensive. I think it's is it still five dollars? Mm-hmm. Five dollars a month, and that covers everyone in the household. Um, it is only Payne County, mm-hmm. so if you have an ambulance run in Payne County, um, you are opted into the service when you sign out. So you need to opt out if you don't want to be in that service. That's but it phenomenal. is a great program. Yeah, yeah, that is a great program. It is a great program, and it limits kind of your um, the cost that you might have from an ambulance ride from your home to Stillwater Medical yeah. Center limits that cost. So, so. I hope our listeners are, are listening in and yeah. they're learning something just like I did. I mean, that is a great service, and ambulance rides can get very expensive. Right. That That's probably the only thing that our uh, rate payers have the option, the ability to opt into or opt out of, isn't it, Dana? If you're here and in, in within our city limits, you're our customer, are you not? Correct. If we provide that service to your house. So we do have some areas in town, um, like around the country club is one area that comes to mind that we provide your water, but Central Rural Electric Electric Cooperative provides the electric service Mm -hmm. there. So we have a mixture of service, but if we provide service to that location, um, yeah, you pay for that service. Exactly. So... To set up utilities or to disconnect utilities, we all go to the same place. We uh, work with our great utility department and all of our smiling faces, and you really have an amazing team. They all are. They she has so won kind. the uh, Misos Award for customer service. I believe it. Dana won that last year. I think wasn't it two years two ago. Years ago. Yeah. And um, she works tirelessly with Mm -hmm. our great team. Um, Hopefully when you come to our windows, you're going to get a smile. And even if you are upset, Mm -hmm. you're still going to get a smile. And we're going to help you try to work through your issues. Yeah, most definitely. You know, we're there to help you and try to navigate um, whether it's getting your utilities turned on or turned off or trying to make payment arrangements or just resolve a problem because your trash didn't get picked up. Mm -hmm. Um, They pretty much know everything. And if they don't know, they know where to direct you to. And and many people can pay for their services online. So it is available Mm -hmm. online to pay that way, or they can come in and they can take care of it that way. But um, multiple options. Another benefit to our rate payers that i think goes unnoticed is if you do pay online there's not a convenience fee right because the city 
and the SUA picks up that convenience fee for you. We're trying to make it as uh, little a burden as we can because we want you to be able to make your payment. And you can go to stillwater.org. Uh, to access our utility department and that pay online feature and to just access contact information, phone numbers and emails and all Absolutely. of that. Go ahead. Yeah, you can do a lot online. You can set up to get e-bill notifications. You can set up to auto pay from mm -hmm. a checking savings credit card. Um, you can do, if you don't want to register your account, you can just do, it's called a one-time payment. Or you can register the account, and then you can see PDFs of your bills, just as if you got them in the mail. You can um, look at your usage and kind of track that. There's all kinds of graphs out there that yeah. you can look at mm -hmm. your usage. So there is a lot that you can do online. So can they sign up for service online? They cannot. And part of the reason we do not do that is because we want to verify who you are. We don't right. want somebody calling us saying, I'm Melissa Reams, put this utility mm -hmm. in my account. Like we want to try to protect our customers. That's yeah, a security feature. Very much so. Yeah. Now, if you have had service with us in the last five years, we have all your information and we can verify that mm -hmm. with you over the phone. So we'll verify the last four of your social, your date of birth, um, a password that you would have put on your account, and then you, we can set that up for you over the phone. Well, that's good to know. Um, but you so can't within just, the past five years of service. Yeah. But okay. you can't just go online and right. turn on utilities because mm -hmm. we don't know who you really are. Right. right. And a lot, of, sense. a lot of times um, Dana will hear, well, OG&E will let me do that online. OG&E is a different animal than, than City of Stillwater. They're what is known as a, an investor-owned utility. Okay. You know, they're more yeah. like a private sector entity, even though they're regulated by the Corporation Commission. We're, we're a public power entity. Right. And, and um, again, it's why we formed government. We've come together to provide, as a community, to provide power to ourselves right and so our risk is much higher we have what 18,000 electric meters we're probably close to about 22,000 22,000 and then how many water meters do we have um, Dana? about 17 to 18 000. that's where I was getting the 18 yeah. so you can see our our group of people is much right. smaller so when we have risk, it gets spread over a much smaller group than, than uh, an OG&E or an ONG. There's another investor-owned right. utility. Um, so we take some extra measures that some of those big guys don't necessarily take um, because it hurts it hurts all of us when we have to write off a bad debt or we've lost electricity or service to people who you know, are scammers. Yeah. I, I, I guess I can't, and, you know, I think along these lines, but I can't figure out how, I'm sure it's a scam of some sort, yeah. don't you think? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or it's I mean, a way to get power free and, and, you know, it gets put on my account, but it's really not me. Yeah. And then I'm coming in going, why are you sending me a bill for this address that I don't even live at? And so then that that whole thing would could potentially get written off as a bad debt, which gets absorbed into our rates and charged back to our rate payers. That's right. It's all about the rate. And I don't think people sometimes realize that we pay for that electricity. 
I mean, mm-hmm. it's not free right. electricity to the city of Stillwater. Like, we're not making mm-hmm. all this profit on electricity. We're paying for that electricity as well. So when we pay for it and we sell it and then you don't pay for it, we still have to pay right. for it. Absolutely. It's, it's the same with water. Um, people think about water being free. Right. And we do have water rights at, mm-hmm. at Call Lake and at Lake McMurtry that, that the water belongs to the state, but they have given us the water rights. The minute it comes through our pump at Call Lake, it starts costing us money. Yeah. Because we had to pay to put in that, that valve and we had to pay to put in that pump system. We had to pay to put in the 30 plus miles of piping that right. bring it down to the water treatment plant. Yeah. And then once it hits the treatment plant, it's the people the and the chemicals and the processes. And then to get it to your house, it's all the distribution system. Yes. That thing is Absolutely. so expensive. And we have booster pumps along the way. Mm-hmm. And um, our, gosh, how far does our, our um, distrib- water distribution system go, Dana? Doesn't it go down to like 80th and Coil Road? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, when we absorbed a couple of those water districts, we're way out in the country we are and so there's just so much more to it than what (laughs) oh my gosh I have learned so much from Dana (laughs) yeah (laughs) and she has a wealth of knowledge she is she is um so there yes sometimes our um rules seem onerous but please know we have our ratepayers best interest at heart absolutely and very much uh respectful and good stewards of taxpayer funds too Mm-hmm. So if someone is falling on hard times and they're experiencing, you know, we all, we're, we're living, this is life. What, what is your advice to them? Um, first, as soon as you find yourself in that situation of just letting us know, like we don't know what's going on in all of our customers' lives. And that's not you coming in and having to tell us your story of just, I'm struggling with my utility bill. What kind of what can I do? Mm-hmm. Doing that on the front end versus when we're knocking on your door now, trying to collect the money. Mm-hmm. Um, the sooner we know, the sooner we can put you in touch with other partners in our community that right. can help you figure out how to survive a little better and maybe it's not even just with utilities it could be with food it could be with rent it's a good point with any of those Mm -hmm. things that might free up a little bit of money so that you could pay other bills so don't don't overstress about the disconnect before you at least call and have a conversation communication is key it is key you know, and we we can work out a couple. We have a couple of different payment plans um, to give mm-hmm. you some time to try to get some assistance. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of help in our community, um, but it's just you have to ask. And I know sometimes that's really hard. Right. So, Dana, it sounds like there is a lot of help, but there's a better time to ask for help. Right. It seems like it's maybe not so great to wait till you're about to be disconnected or you have been disconnected. Yeah, I mean, when you get your bill and it's due tomorrow, and I don't have the money that's mm-hmm. due tomorrow, because we're giving you approximately 20 to 25 days before we're right. going to come and turn you off. So at that point, when your first, your bill's due and I can't pay it, and you know you're not going to be able to pay it for several weeks, 
that's the point then to be trying to get assistance because right. there are applications. It takes time. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't just walk in Salvation Army and they hand you a hundred bucks. Like they have to figure out paperwork and make application and things. But it's starting at that point of trying to figure out what can what can I do um, to get this bill paid. So can they schedule payments? They can schedule payments. Um, you can do that online. Um, you just want to make sure that you're not scheduling a payment to happen after your disconnection date. Yeah. We don't see your scheduled payment until the day we That's get a good point. paid. That is a good point. So if you have a cutoff notice for tomorrow and you go in and schedule a payment for Thursday and think, okay, well, I have a payment, I can't see that. My that staff makes so much see sense. That. Mm-hmm. So again, communication is key. Call yes. in, say, hey, I've scheduled a payment. Is this okay? Mm-hmm. Will, exactly. will this work? Okay. Exactly. Dana, talk a little bit about the disconnect schedule because it's not the day you, we don't disconnect you the day after you're late on your payment. We, Can you talk about how that process works? Absolutely. So we'll send you a bill and it's about 21 days before that bill is due. So you have some time in there to know, oh, I have a bill. You have about 21 days to pay it. Mm-hmm. You have, um, if it's not paid on the due date, then within like two days, you're going to get a 10% late fee, which again can add up mm-hmm. when money's already tight. Um, and then once you get your second bill, which is about 25 days later, then you would be subject to disconnect when that bill is due. So it's about 30 days right. that you have before we're coming to turn you off. Right. And so when do we, is, do we usually do disconnects on a certain day of the week? Or we is do them it throughout Monday the through week? Thursday. Okay. So we don't like to do them on Fridays just because, again, we did, you know, the weekend, you because can't you're get kind. power. That's why. We try Because to you're be. kind. We try. At the end of the day, that is exactly what it mm-hmm. is. It's, it's, hey, I don't want you to come home from work and to see that you now have a weekend without utilities. Right. And we do have a, a staff member that we have here till seven o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. So hopefully... If you do get home and you don't have power, we do have somebody at least for a couple right. of hours um, on staff that is available to come out to your house, collect the money. Yes. They're going to ask for payment, um, and that can turn you back on that, that day. But there's fees to do all of these things, isn't there, Dana? There is fees. And again, that's kind of preventing you from getting cut off just costs you more money because once we come to the house to turn you off, there's a trip fee. The city is yeah. out money. We're out time. We're out gas. That makes sense. We're out vehicle expense. Well, you're paying that employee too. We're, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. we're paying that employee to drive out there. So there are disconnect fees. There's reconnect fees. Um, all of those things just add up when it's already a struggle mm-hmm. to begin with to that mm-hmm. could help you just a little so, bit more. So let me ask you, we started just a, a few months ago, new hours. Uh, 7.30 to 5.30, Monday through Thursday, and 7.30 to 11.30 on Fridays. So we did this. Part of the reason was that thought process of, hey, 30 minutes before the average workday and 30 minutes after the average workday, beginning and end, to kind of help our customers. Have you seen some people utilizing those times uh, for needs, customer needs? We see lots of people, especially earlier probably in the morning than later at night. Good. But... We do see 
And before we had those hours, there were people waiting in the lobby. If you came in at 8 that you saw, mm -hmm. there was always at least one to five people in right. the lobby before we even open. So I think it's been a huge benefit to our customers right. I to love have that they're those hours. That. Good. Yeah, Good. I do too. I do too. Um, it, it is a struggle for some folks. And that that little struggle can be the impediment to reaching out and saying, I need help. Exactly. Yeah. So to pay your utilities online, to set up service, to disconnect, to do all the things, just contact our utilities department, and you can get that contact information at stillwater.org, and we are here to help. Communication definitely is key with utilities and really all things City of Stillwater. We are here and, and want to serve. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, thank you guys for joining this afternoon. And again, together, we are investing in municipal excellence.